I hope you guys are ready for this podcast. Welcome back to episode 12, JNC in the evening. We have the man here. We have the face of, I would say, hopefully college baseball in the future. D-Sarm, Dan Sarmiento. Dude, thanks for coming, hanging with us. Dude, this is awesome. This yeah? Is, I, I'm so, like, I love, anyone who asked me to do a podcast, I'm like, I'm down. I Yes, a thousand million percent. I'm, I'm honestly a little surprised that you answered our, answered his <laughs> no text. i was surprised too. I, I would have driven i probably would have driven like two hours for this because i'm just like i'm so oh sick of gosh. the zoom ones yeah, where it's yeah. just like and i love it because like hey I, I want everyone to build their brand and stuff but i'm like this makes me so happy just to it's like great rainy day outside we're inside <laughs> making a podcast i do wish it was better condition outside man it's yeah. pouring it's pouring yeah it like I was it's saying, Cal- it's saying california weather i know i was like what's sure. the last two weeks i came back from break and i'm like what's going on yeah. <laughs> i brought Don't the know. weather with me exactly yeah. dude let's just start with yourself like baseball career want to hear what like we know you committed to azusa mm-hmm. obviously bile eagle i know right? yeah. <laughs> we can we were settling our differences yeah, once in a while. <laughs> sure, yeah sure. so kind of start with that recruiting process start with what was going on with you yeah so i mean i was a 2021 grad from high school originally and then obviously covid kind of screwed everything up so i did a post-grad year for recruiting and stuff i had offers i'm a lefty i had offers you know to some local d1 and d2s like in new england like stonehill is a small d1 fairfield uh, like Babson, you probably heard yes yeah. Boston, just kind of those schools, but none of it like excited me. So I didn't know why. I was just like, I just don't. I'm not messing with this. Um, so we took a family, and then I decided to do a post grad year, and now that was a reclass to 2022. Uh, and then we took a family trip to. It was we flew to Phoenix, and then we drove to Vegas, and then we ended in four days in Santa Monica in, in California. And I was like, oh, this is th- that's why none of that excited you me because this, this was where <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be. West yes. Coast, it just made so much sense. I was like, oh, Arizona, Nevada, Cali- whatever. I just want to be out west. L.A. seemed like the right spot. So then I shifted my focus to just like emailing every single. I email. I've emailed Biola ten times. Every school in the hundred mile radius of L.A. I was just like email, email, email. Uh, and then it, it's so funny because the Azusa never even saw my emails. The way they saw me was because I was at some small fall ball tournament for my post-grad school at a school called Gordon College. It's like a thousand kids. Uh, and their coach came up to me after the game and he's like, hey, good game, man. Where do you want to go for college? And I'm like, I want to go to California. I don't it's not really working too well. Yep. I don't really know. He goes. I got a buddy. I forget it's Azuzu or Azay. He's like, I'm like, whatever. Any NAIA D three, whatever. He's like, okay, I'll get you in touch. It was Kirk. It was Coach Kirk Newenheis at at um at Azusa Pacific, and he obviously was a big leaguer and stuff. And I talked to him, and then Svogdis, who was like the old coach who ended up going to Tufts in Massachusetts, whatever. Anyway, ended up just getting some weird connection, and then they offered. I came out to visit. They offered me, and then uh, but then the next year kind of was a lot crazier than I could have expected. So. But, yeah, and then I ended up getting on campus, and I decided not to play baseball a couple weeks before that, and I got on campus, and I was like, this is kind of weird if I'm, like, it just it didn't seem right, so I just transferred out. I'm doing, like, online school. Did you I visit the campus? Yeah, so I visited the campus in October, like, right when I was when I committed, like, a week after I visited, so I, October 20, uh, 2021. Yeah. Uh, and I liked it. Like, it was cool. It was exciting, and it was fun, but, again, it was, like, the next, for whatever, it's just, like, something, I didn't, I didn't know what, but I was just going all in totally on, get that. on making videos, and I was just, like, making content. I'm like, this is where I'm naturally spending all my, I'd be in class editing on Final Cut, just some TikTok, and I'm like, this is what yeah. I want to do. It's what I'm spending my time doing. Like, I don't really care about pre-calculus or calculus, whatever. Like, that's just <laughs> that's the dumbest thing. I, dude, I'm asking myself that question in school yeah. a million times. At, at Bridgeton, it was the school I went to last year. I had like like a one seven GPA or something. Oh, because I was damn. I was already Come I was already on. into Azusa, so like this was kind of just a gap year for yeah. me. So like yeah. I just had to graduate and I 
barely did but it's because i was just going all in on content and yeah. making videos that's like we can, we'll talk more about it in a little bit but that's just like the future it's making your own building your own brand and stuff yeah. like that yeah. so anyway all that to say now i'm not really a baseball player i'm more just like a fan and a commentator but you never know but yeah and here i am and so you are still I there stay, you go yeah. i gotta say as a when you're playing baseball i'm a little envious on lefties mm-hmm. because i wasn't a guy Big on, I wasn't a big on, I wasn't a big velo guy. Mm. You know, I maybe topped at 86 mile an hour. Yeah. I was Greg Maddox seeing my way through college. If you're a lefty throwing 80 like you were in high school, you got those D2 D1s looks. after All it's. It, it's a little annoying yeah. for, for a right I totally, dude, it's like, I, I kind of would joke, I'd be like, look, me throwing 82 is like a righty throwing 86. So, like, exactly. Like, if oh. I have a curveball, it's like even more. So, <laughs> it's kind of unfair, but it's also sick because I got the good end of the stick. But yeah, I mean, I never threw that hard either. So, like, I was always chasing velo. That was, seemed like, it's always been the thing. But yeah. That was like your first like video series, right? Like the night was it like the road to ninety? Yeah, road yeah. to ninety was Dude, my thing. I've been watching your videos for so long. My first video I ever saw of you was when you're at Point Loma and no. you did like the drone footage. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. bro. I've been watching your stuff for a long time. Bro. That's so cool. Yeah. I remember going there. That was when I came out here to move into Azusa and stuff, and we did, were visiting schools for my younger sister. And I remember seeing Point Loma before or no wait wait did you see the one way back like the point lomo like yeah. the youtube video yeah it was a youtube oh, video where yeah. you did like the I drone remember, footage yeah, and you flew over too. and then i think you're going to like a camp in san diego oh or something dude after. you're way og yeah no i was thinking you meant the tiktok no i'm way og that's like a year and a half ago <laughs> yeah. i got like yeah. five thousand views on that yeah. video that's so no, cool yeah, yeah no I, I remember that i was vlogging i was at a camp at usd and then I came out to visit, and yeah, I flew my drone. And yeah. Point Loma was sick. It's oh yeah, sweet. and I watched all your game day vlogs too. And like yeah. speaking of that, was like your first like viral video, like the one with the Vandy commit, yeah. is absolutely hit that yeah. nuke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray what, a, what a casual way to respectfully, ask about getting respectfully. embarrassed on the <laughs> Dude, I love it. It was so great. I went to um, I went to UConn last week or two weeks ago to do a video, and the kid we did the tour with was on the team of the kid oh, who hit the really? nuke off me. His wow. name is Ray Velasquez. He's at Vandy right now, so he's a he Vanderbilt player. Yeah. So, you know, it's whatever. But, Are you yeah. tied with him? Uh, we were like, once the, start, the video started blowing up and stuff, we were like, ta- we'd like yeah. text back and forth. He's, he's, he's a stud. He's going to be a big leaguer probably. So again, not, no, yeah. no big deal. But yeah, yeah that with like, went crazy. With like your content creative mind, as soon as he hit that bomb off you, we were like, oh, clip that. Dude, they were chirping. So they were like, <laughs> oh, he knows TikTok. Because Joe and I were doing our like podcast at Bridgeton yeah. and it was starting to like, get, the clips would do really well. So I'm saying, you guys got to get on clips because yeah. the yep. clips started going really well on TikTok and you know, whatever. And they would be like, oh, it's TikTok or TikTok, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they he hit the home run off me and all of them were saying like, post that on TikTok. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna. And then it worked <laughs> yeah, out I'm really gonna. well. And I remember, I remember when I was sitting in my dorm room the next day at Bridgeton editing that clip and I thought of the Michael Scott thing and I'm like, I think this is the one. I think this is gonna hit. It like, was yeah. such a good thing. It's, it's like a funny thing, and it's like you know, people still that probably don't know it's me, and it didn't go like crazy viral. But it, for me, it was great because it boosted all my other videos too. So it was cool. You pause it at the right moment. Like I remember, he was we were watching it over, but like before you came here, and you pause it right when he just got extended, and it's just in the fattest part of the barrel. I'm like, I know. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> gosh, this is gonna go a long way it did it did dude i wish we had some data on it but i'm kind of glad we didn't like track man <laughs> that, <laughs> track that thing got crushed get yeah. the rap yeah. soto out i know there, i feel man. like i was chucking that day too that was probably like 84 boom like hard for me and then he just turned on just it. down and in yeah he's a good oh, he's dude. a good ball player but yeah. yeah that's awesome it was it was a great video but well i kind of want to touch on that shoulder injury you had and i think that was a big part of maybe the transition into the social media life yeah, a thousand percent, dude, because I was someone who uh, pre-injury, I wasn't, you know, I, I, I threw 
83, 84 when I was like 15, 16. So I was getting like some cool like division one, just talking to schools, no offers yeah. or anything. Flirting. Uh, flirting. Flirting with schools. <laughs> I was on a pretty good travel team up north. And then I tore my rotator cuff uh, down in Georgia at the WWBA, whatever tournament I was 16. And yeah, that kind of set my trajectory of like, oh, I have to like actually try really hard to get even just back to where I was. So I started being super deliberate with my training routine, uh, my rehab and stuff like that. And then COVID happened. So it was like even less excuses of me to like just get my work in and throw with a friend at the field. And so like COVID sucks for everyone. But like for Big me, time. it was like I had so much time to just like have just do whatever and started making tiktoks and stuff like that and then making the road to 90 stuff and then being really deliberate with my training so yeah the injury was big because like even to this day if i step on a mound it's my shoulder's not the same like you tear your yeah. rotator cuff it's like that's just one of did the you ones. do it on like a pitch dude or? I, I pitched the whole game i pitched a game before the day before so i pitched like 105 pitches i was up to like 83 84 and i was like it's a little low because i was hoping to hit like 86 because we we're down yeah. in like georgia and the next day I was just playing catch with a kid. I forget who it might have been. I forget who it was. Someone on my team. We were just like screwing around playing catch. And then I just popped. Like oh, I was no. sore and then it just popped. And no. I was like, I was like, dude, I can't lift my arm. Like, he, and I was like icing it all night. Everyone's like, you good? And I'm like, I don't think so. No. Like, I don't think I am. And then obviously I didn't get surgery, which was cool. But it was like just six months of rehab and ER, IR, you know, all the drills. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. It was a pain in the ass. Were you a long tosser? Oh, big time. Yeah. I love long toss, dude. I was always trying to get 100 yards. Like that was my thing. Yeah. But, there you um, go. Yeah. So I didn't have a ton of arm talent to begin with, but I did have a little bit. And then all the arm talent kind of went away. So I had to be more crafty and stuff and deliberate with my crafty lefty. You know, yeah. That's, how it was. that's but, just the worst. But yeah, that's a good point you bring up about like transitioning that to content because like it, i just felt like totally like i felt like okay baseball may not be my thing like maybe it's, it's like yeah it's my thing but like i want like i've always loved making videos and stuff so i was like let me just combine them both. god gave you a sign dude 100 percent. like I, I genuinely think so because like if i didn't get hurt I, I don't it's hard to even like imagine a future where like i didn't get hurt like i'm sure you guys there's always the what ifs yeah there's always the what ifs what ifs but like for me i was just like that I, it's more like thank god i started making videos and th- you know it's it's really cool that it's led to so many really cool things and yeah so i'd say the injury definitely led me down a different path but i wouldn't have had it any other way because it's been cool it's really yeah cool. do you think that like that passion for content is was like the main driving factor in getting you into la more so than like the baseball scene here thousand percent yeah. dude because i was like I don't know. LA just seemed right, like the right fit for it's me. Entertainment capital, entertainment of the capital of the world. Yep. I was like, I don't even need to have a following now to just commit to go to LA because then it's like that's the place. If I'm at zero followers in LA, it's a better opportunity than being at zero followers in New Hampshire. So it's just like way more opportunity out here. So many great schools out here, and I just wanted to like. Also, like I kind of just wanted to get. I'm from a really small town in New Hampshire, and like you guys. Like the lady at the the front or whatever, when I was getting through the getting my pass to like park, she goes, "Where is where is this state?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's like near Boston." She goes, oh, I've, "I don't think I've heard of it," because she's like, she was like from Africa or something, yeah. and she's like, "I've oh, never heard of that state." Okay. I was and I'm like, like "Yeah," what? and I was like, "Do you know Boston?" She's like, "Oh, I know Boston." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not there, but it's like <laughs> it's like an hour north." Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there's like you know New Hampshire's cool, but all my friends go to like University of New Hampshire and stuff, which yeah. is like. It just holds a different weight than like UCLA or USC, and so I just wanted to get out. To and I'm, I'm on my own now. I live alone. Like it's kind of cool. I'm just like working and stuff. Yeah, so it's fun. Plus, like the content creation scene out here is way different than the East Coast. I yeah. bet there's nothing going on in like the New England area. Yeah, it's also like a little more judgmental too. Like in New Whoa. England, like in school and stuff. Like if I'm trying to think, I wouldn't even have like gotten earrings during high school. Like I have earrings now when yeah. I like started to like you know just be more Cali. Like I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna get earrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got this like gold chain. Years on. Ago, I got the chains. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In uh, New Hampshire, in New England, it's like a little more. Just people are a little more judgmental and yeah. like they're more insecure with like 
expressing themselves out yeah. here it's like i i'll see people all tatted up and whatever and i'm not i'm not i'm like numb to it now because i'm just like but back in new hampshire if i if i saw someone with like a sleeve i'd be like oh he's like different yeah um, but out here it's very normal to have tattoos and stuff like that i just like that energy like i just yeah. like people being more like do your own thing man like just it's like the creative like side yeah, too yeah, like, yeah how are you yeah. supposed to be creative if everyone's telling you like or just judging you and yeah. just being like oh like what are you yeah. doing it's so, more like uniform like ivy league old money type yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah. i know all about like you know even like those d3s out there are really good Mm. tufts middlebury all those schools are just like kind of preppy yeah oh very true i'm from exeter which is like the second or first or second best prep school in the country it's phillips exeter academy and there's phillips andover and then there's like harvard westlake so it's like those three the top three um you know harvard westlake yeah so exeter and andover like the top two or three and it's very preppy still like the town i'm from you'd see like a lot of kids who were very rich very from very rich backgrounds and you know and that's fine but it's just a different type of mindset i kind of want to like i'm more creative and i want to make videos and stuff that people see so all that to say i like california it's yeah (laughs) bottom line is california is pretty freaking dope it is pretty dope. i I approve of california yeah Yeah. are you a beach guy no here and there oh so where i'm from i'm actually like i live like 10 minutes from the beach in new hampshire uh which is funny people don't think of new hampshire and beach but i live very close uh, but I've never really been a beach guy. I don't know why. I've never surfed. Uh, I don't even ski. Like, skiing is a big thing. And yeah. I've never done that. It's more just, like, football, baseball, basketball is kind of, like, my big three. Stand in the lane. Yeah. Speaking of which, who was – wait, which one of you wanted to watch the Chargers game later? Yeah. That was me. <laughs> I'm luck, a big dude. Bolts fan. Dude, that's going to – I went to Dolphins, the Dolphins, right? I went, yeah. yeah, I went to the Dolphins-Chargers game. Uh, my oh, dad, yeah. My dad flew in, and we went to that game. That sucked, dude. <laughs> I loved it. It was you great for you guys. Prime Herbie. I'm a big Herbert guy, uh, even though. I probably shouldn't be because Tua, but yeah. Anyway, enough of that because the Dolphins are gonna get smacked tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows? Wait, or is Tua is Tua gonna play? Not even Teddy. It's Skylar Skylar Thompson. Not Skylar even Skylar Teddy. Thompson, two yeah. gloves. No, no. Man, in, in Buffalo. So we'll see in how that Buffalo. Goes, that's yeah. that's just. But you guys have you guys could win. So you know potential. Good, good There's you. people that are like saying the Jags are gonna take this game. What? I don't think so. I think it's gonna you know, Herbert versus Lawrence. Like I'll take Herbert. Anytime. So. Battle the hair. Yeah, I know. Very right? nice I know. hair. I'm a big hair guy. I love yeah. Styles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Jumping back into like your origins with content, um, I would say enjoy the show is probably what like really catapulted your social media presence. Um, what kind of went into your mindset with like, so you got like that viral video with Vandy? Was that before or after you started the podcast? That was like three weeks after we had started the podcast. So okay. It was kind of simultaneously, okay. but just about after. Yeah. yeah. What was like the mindset with making a podcast? Did you like, were you inspired by other like baseball podcasts? Like what went into that mindset? Dude, so let me actually probably like a year ago this time I had, I wasn't sure if I was going to go back to Bridgeton, my prep school. Cause I was like, I don't really need to. I'm already committed. Like I was treating it like a gap year and I was like starting to build this brand. I wanted to, it was called clones. I was going to build like, it was going to be like media community, podcast and that ended up really being what enjoy the show is where it's like a community of content creators and we have a podcast and building my brand too but yeah so the podcast was like joe and i a kid from bridgeton we just would mess around we had like a lab just like this at bridgeton no one used it and one day our our media teacher just like took us on a tour and he's like oh yeah we also have this like podcast room and i'm like what and joe and i always have great conversations like we should start a podcast yeah like every other guy guy. (laughs) so i was like yes we should do it and we just did it for fun like i made a second account and just did clips so we didn't even do a full-length podcast. We just set up our phones and do clips. Oh, talking that's... about, like, life stuff. It was, like, you know, yeah. like, you know, where's the meaning of life? You know, stuff like that. Where it's like, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. even baseball, it, it, really? No, no. It was, like, Rogan, like, are there aliens and stuff. We were just, like, talking. <laughs> I'd just be, like, I'd look up, like, existential question. I'd be, like, Joe, 
what's the meaning what's your what's your <laughs> life's mission right now and it'd be funny but yeah. um and then eventually i was like dude we should do one for baseball because base like i, I can really think what of a one. jump so i know right because yeah. we both played baseball and it was like it was we were just like i'm like it just made so much sense i was like oh yes so i made one of joe and i reacting to drew, drew jones had that overrated chant home run oh yeah and we were i was just like and Joe and I had already seen it, but I was like, Joe, pretend you hadn't seen this clip yet, and I'm just going to show it to you. He's like, okay. And then we did it. And it got like 60,000 views, which for me was amazing. I was like, oh. oh yeah. yeah. And that kind of clicked. I was like, we need to do more of this. Because it's like, instead of just posting a clip of Drew Jones hitting the home run, it's like someone's reaction to it, and you build a connection. That's to the big. People. Yeah. And so we just went all hands on deck, like just trying to, like making that. Oh, I did. I mean, Joe would just kind of show up, and I'd just be like, yeah, here's our topics list. Like, if you have anything to add, let's go. And I was like the more tech guy. I yeah. Do it. And I built my little tiktok following and yeah. we started going from there so that's yeah. awesome and you eventually had awesome. him on too yeah, yeah yeah dude so well yeah like so the podcast was super cool because like it also gave me an opportunity to interview a lot of people so like that was really cool like like the drew like i wouldn't even th- have thought of that in like march but like it started with someone i didn't even think to interview people until a guy named paul gervais who was an lsu lsu's closer had a really cool story from like d3 to d1 i remember the video like he's like 610 he emailed me holy he emailed me from his like lsu email so i was like oh what's that (laughs) i'm getting recruited i'm going to lsu yeah yeah he was like he was like hey dan i have a cool story i saw your clips on tiktok and i want to if you like want to have me on i'll talk about my story and i was like cool so we did a zoom interview and i was like yeah yeah interviewing people like that's that seems like the move too because i love i love to talk but i also love to ask questions and stuff yeah. too. So it's like it just it's so natural so yeah so then we ended up having drew on like six months probably right after it's probably like six months to the day after that clip wow um, that's crazy it's kind of cool i should look i remember cool. yeah i remember that's one that'd be one of your that's the first clip i popped up on my for you page mm-hmm. like, I, I would love I, just hearing that stuff in person about that you see the overrated chat mm-hmm. the overrated chance and then you hear it in person uh-huh. it's crazy it's wild like even having you on it. here just seeing just doing research on you and then being you being here is just Dude, awesome the one for me that was really like oh like a holy moment was like Lance McCullers followed that's what me. I was gonna ask right like, like Lance yeah, followed how did, me you, how did you get him on he like, followed me on Instagram because he I just Joe and I started posting our clips or whatever he followed me on Instagram I didn't even follow him I knew he was but on my disarm account whatever I didn't follow him and I followed him back and I'm like Dude, I DM'd him. I was like, dude, thank you so much for the follow. He's like, yeah, man, keep pushing out the content. Like, baseball needs it. And I was like, wow. hey, like, you know, would you want to be on the show? Because <laughs> our studio was at Boston University mm-hmm. where my dad works. So we just, like, I kind of had access to this because using my dad's card. Don't tell anyone. And then uh, I, was, I was his <laughs> no. teacher. I was his no. teacher's assistant. No. Yeah. And then uh, we would just, and that was literally a five-minute walk from Fenway. So wow. Lance was rehabbing his arm injury but still was traveling with the team. And he's like, yeah, I got nothing else to do. Let's do it. So he literally went to the studio and i was like remember researching it and I, I literally became his biggest fan in like a week i met him at the game the night before and i was just like saying what's up and i'm like do you want like a topics list i can send it to you he's like no nah, let's just do it like he's like nothing's off Hell the table yeah. Ta- ask anything cheating scandal whatever i was like oh i was like wow so Whoa. i didn't really ask him much about that we talked a little bit about it but i think he just wanted to like support people who were like trying to help baseball uh anyway that was really surreal for me to just be, like dap him up and when i first met him be like oh man this is really cool like you were in the uniform last night at Fenway and now you're here like doing that's po- awesome. and he literally just like he's like all right see you guys after the podcast and he just walks to the game like because Fenway was so close <laughs> that's like, crazy these guys get a suitcase and he just walks away it was so cool and that was to me that was like oh man this is like this could be a real thing if I keep like that started a lot of credibility because it's like oh I'm interviewing a big leaguer now yeah. so I should interview more big leaguers and become the guy who interviews big leaguers so it just made sense no that's really awesome cool. and that's how you got like the Yankees field pass and stuff right yeah. Yeah. yeah Lance I just had his number we just stayed in touch every now and then and uh yeah I just I think I hit him up and I was like 
I forget if he asked me. I don't remember. I, either way, I was just like, hey, I'm going to the game tonight. He's like, oh, I'll get you field passes. And I was wow. like, what? And he, <laughs> no, he did. And he's like, yeah, anytime you want to meet any of the guys, Altuve, Correa, whatever, or like he's boys with Correa. So he's like, any, of anyone, course. like, you know, let's, uh, we can make it happen. And he's obviously super busy. So like, I'll text him. And it'll be like a while to respond. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's not like, whatever. Yeah. I just, I'm not it's just that. so sick to have his, like, him know who I am and like support uh, yeah. what we're trying to do. No, that's awesome. Cool. He's a great Seems very just like straight up guy. Like, uh, just based on what you said. Ask me about the cheating scandal. He's just – that's what – I love those those type of guys. Yeah, and, like, baseball, it's great because I think, you know, NFL and NBA, it's a little – I mean, baseball is very old school too, but I think people – you know, the agents are involved and they don't want to say the wrong thing. But someone who's, like, established, like Lance, it's like he has his contract. Him saying something – him being honest on a, on a little show isn't going to ruin his millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, he can just help sp- spread the game – grow the game now. Like, it's just part of his – what he feels like is yeah. his duty to grow the game. I – freaking scared of putting a single tweet out on twitter because i don't know how people are going to react out there you know <laughs> yeah it's unreal um did, did you kind of ask him about any like his sequences pitches oh, dude i i was like fanboying i was like yeah like what's your pitch grip and he's, we didn't have a baseball he's like trying to show me he's like talking about all the really nuanced things of like a pitcher and that was really cool for me and that it's like not, it's not my biggest episode and the clips aren't the biggest but for me it was like the most special because it was like it was like what you guys did where yeah. I just like kind of came in and you're like, oh, here's our studio. I, that was Lance. And I was just like, oh, man, MLB, like yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I asked him so many really cool questions. We filmed for like two hours, dude. So I had to like cut it down a little bit. Yo. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I got all day. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I got all day. Eight. So he was like, yeah, I'll literally ask me anything. I like ran out of stuff to talk about because I was just like, I don't There's so much. Um, but, yeah, no, super down to earth guy. And like it's cool to see someone like him helping tr- to try to grow the game. And all the other guys I've interviewed since, MJ Melendez, uh, Drew Jones, Reggie Crow, like all those guys who are like up and coming in baseball, they're all about the content. You know, mm-hmm. like some guys who are like 40 years old don't really get it, but like the 20-year-old kids who are coming up in, in the minors and in, in the MLB are just like, let's do it. Like, let's grow yeah. the game. I have like a, a duty to give back to the game. These 20-year-olds, they are, were for the 40-year-olds who want to get it mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And it's good for them. And we're making it, we're trying to make it as easy as possible. Yep. You know, because people's attention spans are very short and yeah. with podcast even with podcasts though keep quick and to the point yeah and that's why the clips are so cool yeah it's like you can just cut 15 like, seconds if you have like a three minute clip and you're like this is good let me just bunch it all together and put some sound and some effects and text on the screen it's like that will yeah people get hooked off yeah i'm certainly hooked on it yeah a hundred percent and i know another person who does a good job of this and obviously me and you both being pitchers was you had him dr heenan mr mm-hmm. 90 mile I loved his stuff. Like I was so bought in. Like you know, I was like, I wonder where my chin up, yeah, <laughs> chin yeah. up is with my, plus body weight. One point five times my yes, head exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to be like, Do the math you know. In my head. So it's like how. So I would obviously weight's a big thing. And I remember guys asking me, he's like, how much? How much you weigh? I'm like, I'm like one seventy, but you know, according to my height, I should be one ninety. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah. I was just trying to get up to one ninety. What was like him having on? He's awesome, dude. Dude, crazy story. He um. So we're like, I met up with him, and that was really cool for me because like Robbie Rowe was there too, and like those are you oh, know, Robbie yeah, Rowe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just there, and I was like, oh, I've seen you guys on Instagram and stuff. He's and a big personality. Yeah, big person, super cool guy. And um, Dr. Heenan was super cool because like we went and got lunch before, and we were like had some crazy connection where my older sister. And him went to the same high school in Massachusetts. Shut up. Not only that, same year, 
and same page on the yearbook. So no. like, I text my mom and I'm like, they went to the same school. My mom goes, oh my God, I'm going to check the yearbook. And she, like from my attic of like 2010, <laughs> whatever yearbook. And she opens and she goes, oh my God, that's Josh Heenan. And my sister's name is Ryan. So Ryan, they were on the same page. Wow. It made no sense. So I was like, what? And then the podcast was great. He's he's very smart, knowledgeable guy. And another guy who's just like wants to spread information. And like he's he does the thing where he just gives out so much information for free where it's like, yeah. you just feel like you should pay him. You're like, I let what what else can i like how can i pay for this because it just feels like i think i forget who's talking about it. it's like called reciprocity where it's like you just if someone gives out so much information you're like let me give you something in return because i yes. think i've learned so much so he does that very well i can't i don't think i will find i could find a pitcher or a hitter that hasn't heard or used some of his stuff 100 percent. i mean yeah him just like putting out programs for free is so sick like that's very very cool and you know his stuff is is on social media is great because it, like he has a very good in person facility but like it, it he has the huge online like you know have you probably seen like the online yeah. programming thing yes. and remote training which is huge and that's becoming a huge thing with like tread and driveline is like remote programming because a kid in Montana now can train like the guys in Arizona yes. if he just gets the tools and has the guys mm-hmm. do so that's really cool I like that's what I love about social media is you can just like reach so many more people everywhere and help a lot of people out so have you been up to driveline. I've been. I haven't been up to Driveline. I've been down to the one in Scottsdale. So there's that's one in, right. There's a new one in Scottsdale. Okay. I haven't been to the one in. Seattle. I think I'm gonna go. Ooh, I should. I should go. I'm going to Seattle in a month or so because my girlfriend lives in Seattle. So yeah. I'm gonna visit her for her Valentine's Day. So I was like oh, scheduling. Yeah. I was like trying to figure this it out. Guy. I know. So I was like, <laughs> I'm guy. the best boyfriend ever. Yeah. yeah. Get some yeah. content while you're there. Get some too. Con- yeah, that's what go I was to saying. Driveline. I was telling her. I was like, Would you be mad if I did a D1 facility tour at University of Washington? She goes, No, that's like your work. And I'm like, Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that's my work. I'll probably do that and yeah driveline would be kind of sick too i would i i never got up there um i was going to but i wanted to stay down here it looks just like such a yeah like shohei pulls up sometimes yeah and mookie was there (laughs) a couple months ago too or before the after the postseason man it looks so cool it's really cool i know kids who live up there who train there and it's like they just love it they just live there so i'm like yeah i would too i'd probably be there every hour of every day Mm -hmm. driveline didn't like was a big momentum push in a lot of other throwing facilities at least like tread yeah now that's becoming a huge thing too well, dude it started with i don't know i could be wrong here but like it started with eric cressy do you know eric cressy heard the name He's before yeah 2007 2008 he started like training baseball players specifically like he was like no basically because the whole thing was like baseball players shouldn't lift or shouldn't bench or whatever and he was just oh like, I'm my gonna throw gosh that, on that is such an so he started question, yeah i know yeah. so he started doing like programming in like massachusetts and stuff and kyle Bodie, who's the guy who started driveline i think on the west yes. Coast, started doing his version of it that's right and they both just grew and now it's like it's the standard now is to like have a training facility within 30 minutes of you that you go to train at it's crazy it's really cool like oh my gosh involved. being able to work there would probably been so sick yeah i know yeah tread i want to get down to tread too tread's sick jumping back a little bit to your time in scottsdale um obviously you collab with eric sim and yeah, momentum and like speaking, speaking of people who like really push baseball forward i think momentum was probably like my first like youtube baseball channel that i subscribed to you know they uh-huh. were with trevor bauer eric sim how did you get connected to them and what is it like shooting with them Dude, they're the, they're nice people, man. Like like Eric Sim, like dude, a lot of people have asked me like, is he just is he the same? Like, cause people who like don't even know baseball know <laughs> That's Eric right. Sim, yes. or don't even watch baseball know, and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, he is literally the same person. He's just like a big teddy bear, just like energy and like emotion. He's like, yeah, let's, whoa, whoa, whoa. like he just like jabroni, like he just is that guy all the time. So it's very like exciting and it's like infectious. I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Like, yeah. I feel that way too. Um, That's so he's cool. a very nice guy, and I, you know, like. 
he'll, he's a good mentor too because he gets it like he's out there clipping his videos every single day in the he gym was doing lifting. it all, he was editing off of iMovie oh yeah dude if you've seen his old YouTube videos yeah it's like the yeah. iMovie font it's and I'm like font, oh like, my god on the yes, screen yeah yes. he was doing that and you know I think he signed to Momentum when like he was at like 10,000 subscribers not even 7,000 subscribers was wow. it Damn. Very early. He was bigger on Twitter. Like, he was doing his road to 95. Yes. Driveline. Momentum and Bauer and all those guys just help him just shoot up and gave him all the tools to just do it. So, he's been taking full advantage of it. He works his ass off. Dude, he's a hard yeah. worker, man. Like, I mean, you can probably tell, but, like, he literally is very, very, very regimented and very serious about his training, and it's cool. He's it's a like, balanced breakfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a <yeah>. balanced <laughs> yeah, breakfast. He is, dude, yeah. 600 plus on deadlift. Yeah, I know, Are you serious uh, know, right now? Do you give him a velo slap? Is I that what you him, did? Dude, I gave – we two of us did. So, we did two yeah. velo slaps. I hold the salts for him. So, we went salts, slap, slap. Oh, my gosh. 6.35. And he just – as he's, like, up on the top, he's like, let's go. He's, like, not oh even done with the lift. That's he just awesome. knew he had it. Gosh. He's, he's crazy, bro. He's really cool. That's I remember awesome. seeing him on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, that's when – he got big off, like, from Twitter. I remember seeing him saying some comment. I'm like – my first thought was, like, who the – is this guy like <laughs> yeah. who are you yeah. this is just another twitter jabroni <laughs> yeah, saying yeah. stupid stuff yeah. on there but he's big i i enjoy him too yeah he hits nukes too he hit i think two home runs off me when i threw to him get out of yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah was yeah. that intimidating when you're on the mound yeah, yeah i hadn't but... even been training too because i was like kind of knew that i wasn't really gonna be playing baseball. Yeah. so like but sim was like you want to throw live and i was like yeah so <laughs> i like hit 84 like three times I was no like, Let's indoors go. too indoors i was like I'm him. Like, let's go. Like, it's over. Um, but, uh, yeah, then he hit a home run. So, oh, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. What pitch was it? It was a slider. So, I threw. I was messing with the slider uh, just oh. to have fun with. Into the barrel? And then, dude, like, back foot slider, and he was like, yeah, see you later. <laughs> I feel like I could easily, anybody could get the scouting report on Sim, just yeah. pound off, off speed. speed. Change up slider, curveball. Curveball would be like but 68. He, yeah. Whoosh, but, but if he's sitting on it like he did. Yeah. He can, hit, he can hit velo too. That's the thing. Like, it, yeah. like not that I was throwing hard, but he can hit like ninety five. Like he, I mean, Trevor will get the most of him most of the time because he has really good off speed. But like, yeah, he can time up ninety five. Like he's good. He's a really good hitter. I knew he caught Ben Joyce. Yeah. Did he? I won't. I don't think he faced him though. Did he? I don't think he faced him. But yeah, Ben was like, it was like an eighty five percent bullpen. He was like ninety seven, ninety nine. Oh my like, gosh, that's like not easy, fair. Easy ninety nine. Like it's like that shouldn't even be a, a phrase. Easy ninety nine. <laughs> easy ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was a second rounder. Joyce was. I think he was third round or second third? or third to the Angels. Yeah, so he'll rise. Why? Up. Why do you think he was like? I mean, you see this guy throwing one hundred two in college. Why do you think was it? Why was he not a first rounder? See, what's interesting about him is like his ceiling is like closer, like elite closer, which yeah. only gets you like you know three outs a game. So. I think that people value starters and also projectable, like some kids who are like 17, 18, are yes. a lot more valuable than, I mean, he's peaked. Like, I'm peaked as in like, he's not going to sit one He's hit peaked velo. Game, he's not like, going to move up. It, yeah, but like his thing is also like his peak is, is better than 99.99% of people's peaks. But like, it, it's just he doesn't have as much projectability as like a first or second rounder. Plus he was a little older and he had TJ before. So. Yeah. But yeah, like still. With TJ, I feel like you got to have like some sort of uh pitch count on him just because he throws incredibly hard and his body just moves so uniquely and i think maybe scouts are probably like questioning themselves is he going to get injured yeah he's got to be yeah exactly because we've seen guys get tj twice walker bueller just had tj twice and it's just 
I was just it's just so curious. That's what I always thought when I've seen him pitch. Yeah. Because he didn't have a whole lot of innings yeah. at Tennessee. Yeah, but the ones he did was, were so dominant, which mm-hmm. is why like everyone knows him now because it's, he just throws so hard. He could literally be up in the bigs this year because of just velo. It's kind of wild to see that. But it is. Yeah. Yeah. Did is you it? get to Did you get any, Did you get to meet? Sorry, Jeff. Did you get me Bauer? I met Bauer. I met Tra- Trevor Ooh. a few times. Like he. He knew my name, which he was like, "What's up, Dan?" Whoa, I was like, "Oh, yeah, no cause, way!" Because he's super hands-on with their content. He knows he's like, "Who's coming in today?" Okay, it's these t- three D three kids. Okay, we're gonna do. He this, runs this, it. This. He seems he like runs he runs it. it. He is the brains. Like the, even the thumbnails, titles. He's wow. he's he's but, dude, he, It's all him. It's him. And then shout out Cole and Tosh. Cole and Tosh are like, and then Kevin, and then okay. Sim. I, I'm I'm, hope, I'm probably not missing anyone. Maybe, but those are like the five people who are like doing every single video, and they all have their different roles. Like Kevin and, and Cole do editing, and then Trevor and and Sim. Are like on camera and then tosh is like you know he's like the president of momentum so him and trevor do like the big picture stuff but it's a very cool operation that they have down there and trevor is very very hands-on and very smart is there a chance that we see him on the podcast anytime soon so that's something Ooh. i thought about it's like it it's it sucks because i i want to do a podcast with them but like in today's climate it's like you just got to be very careful with those things True. and it's like i don't don't even get me started you know what being I mean? a dodger <laughs> fan don't Dude, even get it's, me started it's, it's like i just want to but i'm just I, I can I, I think I have I'm lucky enough to have like the luxury of just being able to like just sit back and see because like you know there's so many other people that I can do podcasts with for now that are like safer and like yeah. just stuff to build my brand and stuff because you know if someone if their first time is seeing me interviewing Trevor Bauer some people will have their yeah. opinions about that and that's just I'd rather just stay away from that for now not that that's a jab on Trevor though not, not at, all. at all no it's just like you know the climate it's like it's i just have the to be people, careful yeah the viewers because yeah. those are those are what's exactly right in the paychecks yeah so i'd rather just like play it safe and then just like dominate in what i can dominate but i personally i'm a fan of his i've, I've been watching his videos for so Same. long when he was yeah, on the reds yeah. bro i would watch yes. every vlog so it's like uh, that's like someone who i would two years ago i'd like him mimicking how he's building his his brand and doing my, so that's just as like a fan of his content and him as a pitcher like i just want to talk absolutely to him. i remember like fast forward like rewinding his videos on his recovery day drive live program and like i'm like writing it down <laughs> yeah. like that meme from someone's i'll write that down yeah, write, write that, that down, down. <laughs> yeah it's like breaking point with trevor bauer he's like yes. doing the, like reggie crawford who throws 100 miles an hour was like oh i watched a lot of breaking point with trevor because like he just offers so much knowledge it's like absurd it's like i don't know if you guys have watched a lot of mr beast's content like not like his a videos amount, but like yeah. his podcast where he talks about behind the scenes and stuff. Trevor's brain works very similar to Mr. Beast um, because of the way the way they're so analytical. Like ev- nothing's by accident. Like Mr. Beast popping up text here and then doing cutting here and here. That's like that's designed. It's crazy. He's so is. tedious and specific in his videos. There is some pitching stuff. I am a I'm a fan of the the grind. You yeah. know whatever yeah. you want to yeah, call respect it. it. Respect yeah. the grind, and I love getting into that sciencey stuff. He said some stuff that I like. This was a real on for pitching mm-hmm. unreal just Dude. like with sequences mechanics and drills he um I, I didn't know this him and his dad buster like they they were the ones who really started the edutronic like super slow-mo yeah yeah yeah, stuff. yeah that's right they just found like an edutronic camera which was meant for whatever like some science whatever i don't know what it was for but, but he's like his dad's a mechanic and they just started doing pitch grips and like oh see in the slow-mo you can change your grip from here to here whatever and now it's like that's the standard like every bullpen has 20 edutronic cameras and trevor really i didn't know that tosh told me that he's yeah like, that's the first edutronic camera used for baseball and i'm like that one he's like yeah yeah and we still use wow. it and i was like it's crazy that's really cool nuts. really cool it's nuts. And obviously podcast isn't 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 like one of your best parts of mm-hmm. your career. It's the I love the 
the D1 facilities. Thank you. Yeah. Those are great. I was, I was like, when I had that idea, Leo and I, I remember, were just like thinking, I don't know. It just made so much sense to me. Like, I'd always watch Destroying. He does his, like, football tours at, like, oh, Oregon. Yeah, and stuff. He does a lot of other great stuff, too. But the, the tours were so fun. Like, you know, going through recruiting, you're looking up, like, USC facilities and I can never really I could find like a picture of the field like I never, I never exactly like, especially when you're getting recruited Bro, by these schools when, so like I think about every video almost I think about like hey what would, would my 16 year old self like love this video and if it's like a hell yeah then it's like okay this is gonna be a great video because <laughs> like, that's the audience you're going for the audience and it's like you know even like dudes who are like in college or out of college like even they like the facility tours because it's like how does our facility stack up or like they're just baseball fans because it's like I, I would I even if it was like a, a six soccer locker room i'd be like let me watch that video because i'm yeah. curious what i'm a sports fan i want to see yeah. so it seemed like it hit a broad audience so we have some cool plans with yeah that i'm out. a i'm a big golf guy and i'm always like um i would love to see clubhouses and in, mm-hmm. in really nice places yeah, it's and like, yeah it's just getting that experience and watching those videos mm-hmm. and seeing those division one program facilities are nuts yeah yeah, it's like if someone invited you, like just you personally, like, hey, you want to come visit uh, our facilities and get like a personal tour? I'd be like, yeah, like I feel special. So let me do that for every. I'm trying to do that for everyone and make a video out of it and make it seem like, dude, this is like I'm, I'm doing this to try to make it you know, yeah. to show off your campus and stuff like that, but also for the kid who wants to watch it. Yeah. Give me your top three favorite facilities, facilities yeah. so far <laughs> so actually how many have you been to eight so i've done eight, eight videos we have a lot more planned like yeah going to miami on monday so hey ooh, if you want to tour yeah. biola's yeah. facility <laughs> yeah. so we're doing utampa oh we're doing U-Tampa. i've been so there yeah like, I, I did it's, a... it's like in the city right yes so i don't think i've been there before but i've just, I've just they're, they're all about the content the other the bigger schools are harder to like get access and stuff yeah. but you know since we're starting to make some more we're more established just I as guess, valuable yeah so exactly it's, it promotes the camp and stuff or the the campus and all that stuff but top three probably yukon has got to be up there yukon was awesome and yeah that's like the most viewed one so yukon is the most already the most viewed d1 tour i've done and then behind that it's got to be trying to think uh san, san diego state was cool because it was the first one but like the usd's facilities were super sick. usc's field is yeah. unreal yeah, yeah, yeah so usd and usc were sick but i'm trying to think what like fullerton and long beach state they're like super like you'd want to play there but it's also just like they don't have like the hundred million dollar no. extra things that like the UConn does the job have. of course but it does the job and they like win games which is all that matters and it's like they have everything and they're in, out west so it's like the better weather and stuff uconn and like bc were two that i was like oh my god like because they have to have like the indoor stuff because like they can only be outside five months a year so i'd say uconn I, I, i'll just go by views because that's easy it's like <laughs> uconn yeah, san diego bias. state and then like uh i think cal state fullerton's the one below fullerton that. okay Okay. Yeah. But I'd say I'd probably bump BC there. Just like okay, Boston College. Like, my favorite was UConn, I think. I was very oh, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. East, Coast, looks... East Coast boy. It's biased. Yeah, I know. Uh, and views. Yeah, we I haven't done UCLA <laughs> yet. Haven't done UCLA, which I'm pumped for. And then haven't done you know, UW, University of Washington, and like all the, a lot of the West Coast we still have to hit. Arizona State, too. I forgot about Arizona State. Oh, that's that a was, yeah, great facility yeah, really over cool. there. I did not know that there was. Was there a putting green behind USC's yeah, field? Yeah, yeah. I made that little TikTok oh, about man. it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> I didn't, you, you taught me something there. I know. I, 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 when I learned that, I was like, oh, it's a video. Like, if, when you find something 100%. like little, sm- like small like that, that you can like, I, or I did the one where it's like, I got this little brown box at a Padres game. And then it's like, people are like, well, what's in the box? And I was curious of like, because I had the idea to like do the scan thing and find out what pitch it was from. And I was very excited. I don't know if you've seen that video. Yeah. That's that was my, you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, did, I saw my, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. probably my most viral video across everything. Like on Instagram. That's plus right. Snapchat. Plus, I, I started doing Snapchat stuff. Yeah. Now, plus TikTok, whatever. It's probably the biggest. Because oh, it's like man. very 
broad and a lot of people appeal that to baseball people. video is sick yeah i honestly did not know that was you I, I now i'm like pulling back so like all the music yeah the, 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 the voice Jimmy High Roller <laughs> yeah. Music, yeah yeah oh man that's yeah. so sick yeah yeah that was nuts you touched on seeing you dub and miami what are like some other like schools you have in mind like do you have a, like yeah. any sec schools planned Dude, we've got something we've got something in the works for sec uh it's like those will be insane but i, I, I want to go to all those like i want to go in season and stuff to all the SEC. oh yeah so we're working on that but i'd say like the ones we have planned right now are like fiu will do on tuesday um when i'm in florida and then fiu is in miami and then miami the next day then we'll go up to tampa do u tampa and then usf i think is like maybe depending on our schedule and then we have a bunch of other stuff for like podcasts and stuff. We're trying to book the trip. We do we're doing like a home run derby, which I'm super excited. Yeah, for. I saw that. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. It's a thousand dollar home run derby, which hopefully would do well. I want to start doing like Mr. B style stuff, but for baseball, where it's like I'm giving away a thousand dollars to whatever. <laughs> it's because it's like for baseball. Yeah. It, it appeals to everyone knows what a home run derby is, but it also helps grow baseball too. So we'll see how that series does. I don't know. I'm gonna work hard on it. And make okay. Sure as well, but yeah, I want to do North Carolina and like UNC Charlotte, and then those kind of schools. You know, Virginia. Virginia Tech, uh, AC, all the ACCs, yeah. the and SECs. I just want to do as many as I can. Like while it's still, just do like, all of them. Why not? Yeah, just right. Go every hit all of them. Every yeah. single school. Grand Canyon, we're doing, which is actually super oh, underrated. GCU, oh, yeah. GCU oh. super underrated. We're going to their home opener against Tennessee, so that'll be wow. sick. They're playing Tennessee on MLB Get Network. February out of here. Sixteenth or eighteenth. Yeah, okay. It's gonna be sick. So they're gonna pack. Apparently, they pack the stadium. It's like six thousand. Oh, without people. a doubt. Yeah. I mean, so that'll be awesome. Tennessee. Yeah. Do you think the you know when you those all big plans which sounds so awesome do you think with the espn creator class has a little something to do with that or is that just kind of on your own Dude, the espn thing was more like it, it kind of showed opened my eyes a little bit to like the corporate world and more like the legacy media and like what it definitely what did they're yeah doing for content and you know i wouldn't I mean, they're naturally going to be a little bit behind on, like, that's why they bring in people like Omar Raja, who, like, started House of Highlights, and now he works for ESPN or whatever. Like, people who are, they, they're starting to delegate the social media stuff to the younger audience, which is why I think it's super cool that they did the creator class and stuff. So that kind of opened my, yeah, like, opened my eyes to, we did some cool calls with, like, the people at TikTok and the people at uh some like you know brand like something that like they get you part brand partnerships and stuff like that so it's cool to see how they're doing it but what's the most exciting to me is just like making cool videos for baseball like that's really all it comes down to with like and then that views it goes you get more money and brand whatever like that's cool and that can help me make bigger videos but like the biggest thing is just like making cool videos that people yeah. want to watch yeah what was it like touring the headquarters was that insane or it was sick yeah it, dude it's like 16 buildings in the middle of nowhere connecticut and i'm from new hampshire and, and you know I'm, it was it, i still felt like the middle of nowhere in connecticut yeah. just because it was like nothing was around i think they just started they did started it there like way in the 80s so they just kept building it out it was really That's cool awesome. it was just like a, a sports fans dream like the, yeah. even the cafeteria was sick i bet and meeting omar was cool like, I know him. yeah it was just like one of those things nuts. where i'm just like this is like not real like this is so sick it's unreal because yeah. i was when i did my internship with espn i was based in la yeah and it's, that one's pretty sweet too. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, uh, very few negative things. I mean, maybe the traffic on a concert when there's like concerts <laughs> at Staples Center, it was just absolute atrocious getting out of. But yeah. it's like the LA one. It's like five stories, like conference room every other. A gr the sports center and the NBA studio are right across. The branding from each other. all over the wall. Yeah, it is. It's so cool. But it's 
nothing compared to the the Bristol one. Yeah, Bristol. I mean, because they got to make it. They, they got to make it a destination. Yeah. yeah, it was super sick, man. And then like yesterday, I got the opportunity to go to Uninterrupted. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, they gave me a oh shit. that's yeah, what that print was. I was trying to, was trying to figure out what the print was. Hey, well, so, so you got to stand up and show the camera it's, right it's there. Uninterrupted. It's really cool. So they got me that's a hat nuts. too. So it was just because I mean I don't know how much I can really say, but like they're starting to build out and try to branch out to other sports and just really trying to you know build the cult. Like they're great with the culture. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing Uninterrupted is doing. And I had a buddy who works there. Shout out Matt Perret. He went to BC baseball and he's like, dude, come check out the what we got going on. We're still building it. We he just moved into like a new bigger office, but it was right in Hollywood. Super sick, man. And like just so cool to see like LeBron's pictures and stuff. And I'm like, that's the that's the king. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a big uninterrupted guy. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Also going off the ESPN creator class, did they send you to the World Series or was that yeah. just you? That's yeah, awesome. game three. I went to dude, it sucked because I wanted to go. I was like, can I go to the one where Lance pitches? And they're like, yeah, yeah. So that's probably gonna be like, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably gonna be game three. So I'll go to Philly. They're like, great, great, great. I thought Lance would just like shove. I was like, he's gonna nail it five home runs. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. I was actually like down bad. I'm like, bro, I'm depressed. Like this is I, I was like the I wasn't I wasn't an Astros fan. I wasn't a Phillies fan. You're I was a Lance, like, Lance McCullers fan, fan yeah. especially for that day. And he had the worst game of his career. Oh man! But it was fun. You know, it was a yeah. good time, and he bounced back, and they won, so it didn't really matter. But. I think that was the game where um, wasn't he tipping his pitches? He was. Yeah, I think his leg kick was a little. Yeah. He, he didn't admit to tipping his pitches because he just he didn't want to give any credit to. No. Like, he was just like, look, they, never beat do. Me. they beat me today, but I, I, something must have happened. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, so, yeah. we knew when Bryce Harper just was sitting breaking yeah, balls just put yeah, that off the pavilion it was something he throws a lot of sli- <laughs> he was throwing a lot of sliders that day so i think there might have just been is he more slider. of an east west pitcher type yeah. of guy like he doesn't really have a straight fastball no not e- that's the way things are trending where it's like sinker slider yes change up you want stuff that just goes this way or you know like vesia who i talked to he is a big vertical break guy so he has a lot of rise on yes. his fastball so he can live up in the zone and then break stuff out from that but like usually like it's becoming heavy sinkers because if you can throw a sinker at 97, that's better than throwing a four seam at 100 because yeah. it's like, well, it's hard to predict. And then you can play off a two seam and a, and a whatever. So, yeah, it's sinker slider. I think they're trying to trend more east west with the way pitchers yeah. are being trained instead of because it's, I guess, easier for a hitter to hit a ball that's flat, which makes sense. So, I, it uh, is, yeah. especially when this is how I looked at it. Um, with I was more of a straight fastball guy, so I could live up in the zone. I had a high RPM mm-hmm. spin rate and then broke it off my slider and change up. Um, I was that, I mean, obviously with the East West, you got to stay low mm-hmm. because if you go high guys like Bruce Dar Gratterall, they're, they're 102 mile an hour sinker, eight, like 90 mile an hour slider. Yeah. It's he, people are going to think like he's untouchable. Mm-hmm. If you're up in the zone, it's easier to see. Yeah. Much easier. Yeah. But with a straight fastball breaks into the zone. Yeah. Which is hard. yeah. So let me ask you this. You're, you've probably played a fair share amount of outfield mm-hmm. in little league in center field. <laughs> what is the hardest ball to read? Oh, the hardest ball to read? Oh, dude. Like the one that is... is so you're in is, center and... I'm saying and the ball one that's tailing out. away or like the one... I don't know. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think? It's the ball that's coming right at you. Oh, okay. Line, I see what you're saying. A line drive saying. shot. You're either, it's either going to go back over. Oh, you don't know which I way it's going to exactly go. exactly what you're saying. So think of it. That's 200, 300 feet away. Yeah. Think of it when it's 60 feet, yeah. 6 inches. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Guys like Walker Bueller and Vessia can live up in the zone and it's harder to perceive for hitters. Mm-hmm. And I was completely bought into that yeah just the out just the aspect of just living up in the zone and then sequencing down and just really having a plan Uh so that's just 
I bet you know you probably think like it's one of the bigger things that you miss about pitching yeah, too. Yeah, so the, the yeah the game within the game was super fun. I just wish I threw harder. Like one, <laughs> that would have been yeah, way more too. fun if I was better. But you know it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was still it's still a vibe. Yeah, it was a vibe. You know I baseball, I do. Yeah, and you you kind of had a good chance to influence a lot of hopeful future um, college baseball players with uh, not your average baseball camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a blast. Yeah, because we were talking about uh, Coach Rack as we call yes. him. Yes. Yeah, but so yeah, that was amazing, dude. That, they got like. 10 content creators in baseball yeah. together and it's like 60 kids i think and it was tough because they never done it before so it's like doing a camp for the first time is the hardest thing and it was amazing dude it was a hit like the kids were having a blast everyone's like i want to come back next time and the videos are gonna go crazy i was editing a lot of the videos for yeah. them because i was like I, I had an idea of what to do and yeah they're gonna I, dude i wouldn't be surprised if they start doing that like every couple months where it's like 400 kids and you know uh, I don't know San Antonio. Yes. And then we're going yeah. to Jacksonville, and then we're going to a Boston. tour. Yeah, like that how would sick would that be? So like, if the, if you can really get the eyes on it, I think that could be possible. Especially if you get some big names. Like obviously everyone would want to meet like Eric Sim or someone like that. Mm-hmm. So that'd be pretty sweet. Or like a big leaguer. If you're like, hey, we're going to Boston, and uh, I don't know who who even is on the Ro- Devers is, yeah. is there. Whatever. I forget they're the, shipping. They're Boston shipping just doing so everything. Like, just I know, yeah, but, uh, for example, like Devers. That'd be cool that they could like. That'd be nuts. That. But yeah, version one was amazing. It was a hit. I'm. I was so happy to be a part of. Savicki yeah. so was there, right? Savicki so was there. You know yeah. what's funny? He was my high school travel ball coach. No. So he. You're from like what Carlsbad? Yeah, or? I'm from Carlsbad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did West Coast baseball with him. Wow. And yeah, it That's was nuts. I got a funny story about Jake. Yeah. And um, obviously, you know, he was there. He got. We were playing at some slap high school. Um, it was like a consolation Sunday, probably consolation game. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was game two, and I'm not doing a great job. <laughs> And like Jake is just chattering the ump, ump left and right. Ump gave him a couple warnings. That's you know it's like enough out of you, Jake. Something, something. And then he gets he I kid you, he gets tossed from a no. Sunday consolation game, dude. Just from chirping. Yeah, that's just hilarious. from chir- chirping. He was that guy. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that because that makes it fun for everyone though. Because it's like he could he could have easily just rolled over and just been like, let's just get this game over. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm gonna fight for my voice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was a great dude. He's a great dude. I love um, him. I'm excited to see where his content goes. His brand is really cool, too. Like it's the, so the merch sick. He has, like, I want to get some of that. Jake, hook us up, yeah, man. Right? What are you doing? I should have Come asked because his stuff. <laughs> I, Sam Carlson was wearing one of his sweatshirts. I'm like, whose brand is that? And he goes, oh, it's Jake's. I'm like, Jake right there? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's sick. It, it's really cool. I forget what the name is, but he's got some really cool designs on it. So he's awesome. He's a good dude. He's great. Yeah. Love him. That's he funny. was a big influential in like my, my baseball career. Yeah. And his assistant helped me get into pitching, too. That's awesome. Yeah, I think he fantastic. just retired from coaching. So yeah. Now he's just doing now he's just doing that merch content and merch yeah. which is good i mean it's like awesome. he's got he's got the plan mm-hmm. like you like everybody too, so like, yeah. exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a great time uh before we do head out i want to let's talk a little nfl okay yeah, yeah. so you <laughs> know obviously dolphins aren't in a good place right now not the best not the best so <laughs> i want to give they're up in a, though they're still they're in, in. They're they're in. yes yeah. so we got this Limited. playoff bracket right here oh cool give us um Gives out okay. We might know what happens. We're gonna happen with this game. Dolphins. Dolphins. No, okay. <laughs> hey. Lose. They lose. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, when how about with a? Picture? How about with a Ravens? Uh, Lamar is. Do we know if Jackson's gonna I think play? He's out. I think he's officially out. So. You think yeah, the Bengals? Go Bengals, right? I, Bengals, and then 
I think I'm gonna go Chargers. I like Herbert. I, Heck I, yeah. Jags are hot though. I won't I won't like lie that Jags are pretty hot. Yeah. Like, I, I just can't see that logo and think like a team that will make a run in the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> we've grown <laughs> up with like the Jaguars absolutely sucking. It's yeah. like the Browns. It's like dude, that just doesn't seem right to see them move. It's on. that unconscious so, bias. Yeah. Right there. Browns. So, yes. Yeah. And then I think the Chiefs. I'm a big Chiefs guy. I, I think the Chiefs are going all the way. I know the the, the big pick is like Bills versus Eagles this yeah. year. I'm saying Chiefs. And then I could, I think like Chiefs 49ers could. Let's go, baby. Think, NorCal, oh baby. Let's go. I think Chiefs 49ers. The 49ers are good. Ever, ever since the Dolphins played them and they got smacked, I was like, this team's pretty good. Yeah. Because McCaffrey was there yeah. and then Brock Purdy. Yeah. Like, I was like, dude. Hmm. And then they started winning some games. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is a good team. No, they're legit. What's yeah. the coach's name? Um, Shanahan. Shanahan, he's great. Like yeah. he's, he's he's a guru. He's kind of what uh, Mike McDaniel should be. Like the season got screwed with the Dolphins. I think next year will be fine, but I don't. Is McDaniel's job on the line? It shouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be. And, like, dude, if anything, like, Tua's health is on the line. Like, we got to figure out what's going on with Tua. Because, like, he – there's no doubt after, like, the Cincinnati game where he got – his bell got rung and he, like, literally was, you know, having all those problems on the field. Like, something was off. Because, like, every time he took a hit after that, it was like his body just shut down and then he couldn't make – Like, if you guys probably didn't see this, but after the the Packers game, he got his bell rung and then he – three straight possessions we were up 20 to 14 we could have just put it away he threw three straight picks and we lost 26 20 almost didn't make yes oh that's right that was on christmas it, it, christmas that ruined my christmas but like, <laughs> he was yep. just like this and then the guy would just pick it off and he just didn't even seem like and then you find out after the game that he was in concussion protocol and you're like what so hopefully he i love him i love when he when he's dude that like ravens game this year he like had six yeah. touchdowns that was insane that was nuts but that's I, the one they came back from yeah they were down like 35-14 in the fourth or something. It was it was awesome. That, like, you know, helped get him on a run. But, yeah, I'm a Chiefs guy. I love Mahomes. I've always loved Mahomes. People, the people that said just because they lost Tyreek Hill, oh, the Chiefs are not going to do well. They're not going to win their division. Dude, what are you, they're good. What are you talking about? <laughs> Andy Reid's a mastermind. That's what I'm Mahomes saying. Mahomes is amazing. So, oh, my I think, gosh. I think uh, this might be a hot take, but I think Josh Allen has more weaknesses than Mahomes. Therefore, okay. like, he'll make – He'll make one more mistake than Mahomes will. Like he might throw, he might make try to make one decision that he shouldn't make. That's the difference in the game. Yeah, it like costs them. Yeah. Cost them. Yeah. I love Allen. I just think he's like a tick below Mahomes. Yeah. And I don't. I think the Bills defense is pretty good. The Chiefs defense, I don't think is very good. But either way, like I just I'm, oh, I'm riding, Chiefs defense I'm riding is with, atrocious. Uh, yeah, I'm riding with Chiefs offense. So do you? How about what do you think about like the the NFL playoff? Like, oh no, what's the word? Just kind of how they input it. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's not so you think being like this, it's really so if the Dolphins win, you guys go to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. It's not. And what pisses me off the most is that the Jaguars win a division one game above 500. Yeah. And they host the playoff game. Dude, I don't love I don't. Yeah. That, and like the Bucks go eight and nine and yes. win the division. And they're and they hosting host Dallas. Dallas, who's like obviously. <laughs> their, I don't know team, about that. Like, yeah. And again, the Bucks will probably win that game because Brady's just. The it's just like he's won six dude, against yeah, Dallas. Like he just, I don't know. He just like turns it on. Uh, he's like he's a psychopath. But um, yeah, I, the format's interesting because like you know, if I was a Jags fan, I'd be like, yeah, we, just, we won the division, we deserve it. But like the division thing is kind of weird because then you see a team like, you know, if the Dolphins were in the NFC South instead of the AFC or AFC instead of the AFC East, they would be in be a four seed and whatever. It's just like kind of weird. I don't know what the solution is to that. Like I don't know. You see the thing where they're doing with the overtime and the playoffs. They're now getting yes possession, possession yeah. which is cool. So which is nice. It's a good change. Trending in the right direction. Uh, I think. I think messing with the rules too much just kind of gets people pissed off. Like it might just be better off just keeping it where it is. And I'm trying to like, like process oh, this picture and see if the Dolphins win, 
they'll go to Kansas City. Yeah. But if Bengals win, they'll go down here. So it's just it's it's confusing because I remember yeah. doing it one year and I was like I did it as it looked on the thing and I was like oh wait the Ravens wouldn't play them if they won it just was confusing to me but yeah I don't know I think uh, it's a, it's gonna be a fun playoff I actually really think so I agree like a lot like the NFC is I think is wide open and the AFC is like it's Bills Chiefs but like you never really know like the Bengals have the Chiefs number and like Dolphins beat the Bills Dolphins beat the Bills the head to head match I called that I called that that was like our third week should have beat them again yeah. too dude. I called it yeah. they should have beat them in Buffalo but whatever um yeah so Chiefs all the way but it'd be cool to see a Chiefs 49ers rematch that wouldn't be bad in Arizona bad. this year just a different outcome this time no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Chiefs Bucks where the Mahomes just smacks Brady like that'd be sick and I don't like, think the Bucks yeah, I don't think the Bucks are gonna get I know, that far I'd love to see it though if, if they got into the cha- like that was like that one year when they made it to the Super Bowl you're like they probably shouldn't have made it and then they, of course they, they won because yeah. it's Brady but, mm-hmm. uh, I think this team right here the Vikings, Vikings? They're, they're with O'Connell's offense Jefferson is saying some high praises in the preseason about this guy. Yeah. He is uh, – his offensive schemes are unreal. I think they might go to an F- NFC championship You think so? Game. I think yep. – um, I don't think uh, they're going to lose the Giants. I don't think so. But, like – I hope not. I Yeah, I'd say, like, I don't know. if it's What would it be? Like, Eagles – would it be Eagles-Vikings? Or would it – Eagles would um, necessarily probably play one of these two teams yeah. if they won. But if the Giants won – they probably be play so it'll the be like Eagles. Vikings 49ers or something or Vikings Seahawks. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's like a wide open. That's what's exciting about. It. Like usually, some years it's just like, oh, they're obviously gonna go with their own winner. But this year will be. This cool. year has been so weird it's for been, the NFL. Been really weird. Yeah, Dolphins were eight and three at one point. Now uh, they're <laughs> nine and eight. <laughs> I feel like that's typical Dolphins. I swear, their one year they went like zero oh and seven, and then they won eight straight, yeah. and they were eight and seven. Last year they were one and seven, and then ended up. Eight and nine. Yes, that's yeah. right. It's what a, it's just the classic Miami Dolphins I way. Know, man, I just don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with live. I'm a Mahomes fan now. We, we're just gonna have to watch, wait, and see. I know. Skyler sure. Thompson versus Josh Allen. We'll see. But yeah, well, in that's a couple of years, time. you never know. There you go. Yeah. Never know. Never know. Um, we are all out of time, dude. Oh, I got one more thing for you. I got, we got a little gift for you. Oh, really? Yes. I know you're you're in a zoo as a Pacific commit. Oh gosh. So. We got you a nice Biola hat right there. <laughs> so you can Let's keep go. that, wear that anywhere. Let's go. There you go. Great. Keep is, that. I don't know if I can put it on on camera just out of respect for the Cougars, but I'll pose with there it. There you go. <laughs> yes. Thumbnail. Is, yeah, yep. thumbnail. Thumbnail. No, can I actually keep this? A hundred percent. I got it for you. Yeah, without Let's a go. doubt. Keep I'm that. I'm going to give this to my mom because it was funny. When I was first, when I was like a sophomore in high school, we I got NCSA and like the school that kept popping oh, up as my throwback. best fit was Biola. <laughs> no and way. Like, no, like, why would I go there? Like, this is so dumb. I don't want to do that. And then it's just really, we've always had this joke. And then I ended up at Azusa where, like, that was their rival. And so my mom will actually rock this because she's go. always, like, loved Biola for some reason yeah, just because awesome. it was, like, my first, whatever, the one that showed interest. So thanks, guys. This is of great. course. <laughs> it means a welcome. lot more than you probably expected. <laughs> of course. Great. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on, thanks, Dan. Man. Really appreciate it. Hope we'll have you on in the future, too. Anytime. Dude. I'm around. So there you go. Good. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for watching. Watching. Wow. Watching 52 me. minutes on the pod. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) It's the same thing. Uh, Stay tuned for next week. We'll be talking more politics. We play NFL playoffs. Why not? Why not? Some from MLB stuff too. Fins up. Fins up. (laughs) Yep. All right. Take care, you guys.